I started balding when I was in middle school. So I think I was about 12 years old and it really sucked. It really sucked to have had that start to happen at that age. And what it led to was me developing a really bad self-image of my body and the way that I looked and a whole host of problems. What is up people, Jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build some damn confidence. And today, we are going to be getting a little bit vulnerable on today's episode. I'm gonna be sharing with you something that was really a struggling point for me for many years up until <laughs> almost like 24, I think. It was 24, 25, I can't, I can't remember at this point. Up until 20, the end of 2012, so the beginning of 2013, is when my whole damn life changed. <laughs> so we're gonna get started on talking about this. And you know, the reason that I am picking to discuss this topic is because I think there's a lesson to be learned here, but also it's because I ask for many of you to be vulnerable with me. So people come to me all the time and they share with me stories that are difficult for them, uh, experiences that they've had with their bodies, with regards to how they look, with gaining weight, with being too skinny. I listen to people's stories all the time, and I think it's about damn time that I tell people the thing that I struggled with, the area of confidence that affected me the most in my life. And that was definitely the fact that I started losing my hair at such a young age. I've got a few notes here just to kind of keep me on track story arc-wise, and I'll be 100% honest with you, I'm not going to tell you the full experience here. So I'm not going to tell you each and every part. Some of it is just a little bit too damn personal for me to share at this moment, but I will tell you the meat and bones of my story. So I started losing my hair when I was just a kid. And you know, I don't know how exactly I started to notice it other than certain person, I'm not going to name that person, at my middle school that I was at commented on the fact that I was going bald. And that same person developed a little nickname for me. So he would call me Baldy. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, it's one thing to be in your 30s and start to lose your hair. I mean, you know, you can kind of see that as being like a, a man who's getting older and that, that sucks too. It's another to be 12 and to be going through puberty and to be having these kinds of issues and to be wanting to date and wanting to meet people and wanting to feel confident in your body and things like that when you're just a kid and now you have this you know thing that you perceive as being something that only old people or older men should be struggling with at such a young age really sucks <laughs> and you know every day you'd be like what's up baldy or like this and this baldy you're going bald there baldy and you know other people would ask me and you know teenagers kids we, we sometimes ah fuck it I mean adults you know sometimes ask questions they don't realize they shouldn't ask so people would be like John you look like you're going bald isn't that weird John, are you going bald? Like people would ask me questions like that when I was really young. I mean, when you're like 12 or 13 and you just don't know what to say. You're like, I don't think so. I mean, it doesn't really make sense. But I was, and I would look at myself in the mirror and I was having a little bit of a crisis about this. Now at first I thought maybe I just have some kind of health issue. So my mom who, uh, you know, 
really wanted to help me and took me to a doctor. We got blood work done and we found out that I had high cholesterol. However, because uh, I was also overweight. So I'd get picked on for losing my hair and for being overweight. Now, the thing is, is that you, you know, that shouldn't really have anything to do, as far as I know, you know, having high cholesterol wouldn't have anything to do with hair loss. At that point, I started trying to lose weight, which, you know, helped my own self-image, but it didn't fix the hair loss part of things. You know, my, my, it wasn't like I was growing more hair. And I started using things like Rogaine. <laughs> At a really young age. Can you picture a 12-year-old buying Rogan? No, I didn't buy it. My, my mom bought it for me. But it's just funny thinking about it. Because I did work at the time, so I could have potentially went in and bought it. I wonder, you know, if there's like an age where you, you can or can't use it. Uh, but, you know, I, I my mom would buy that for me out of concern. And my mom would take me to naturalist, doctors, things like that. We even went to, you know, people who worked in doing hair transplants, like follicle transplants. So, you know, essentially, you know, taking hair from like your, the area that's like plentiful and still has hair and like retransplanting it in the front part of your head <laughs> so that it can regrow hair. I'm not 100% sure how that works. It's been years since I looked into it. And um, so, you know, that kind of, thing was what was going on. And meanwhile, I'm getting picked on all the time for this. So I'm developing this really horrible guilt complex about how I look. And, you know, I'm overweight, I'm struggling with that. And, you know, there were other things, there were other things going on in my personal life that were really difficult for me to handle. And it was really tough on me emotionally. It wasn't just the balding part of things. They also had things went on in my personal life that, you know, I would later come to grow out of or, or like learn were affecting me negatively and they were completely out of my hands. So we're not going to talk about that part right now. But what I will say is that I felt like shit. Constantly getting made fun of for losing your hair at such a young age sucks. And, you know, it, I felt like not a week went by or a day went by when someone didn't make some kind of comment. When someone didn't make a joke or someone didn't just ask in passing, you know, and so many times like the asking and passing thing just hurts. So I started, as I got older, I started balding more and I would say that it was probably around middle school or no, probably around like sometime towards the beginning of college, right? Going out of high school, I just had a horrible self image of, about myself that I started constantly wearing a hat that I constantly started trying to hide the fact that I was, you know, balding. Uh, kind of like that one character on Seinfeld. I don't watch Seinfeld, but I know that episode is funny. And George, I think, George. Uh, so, so I remember, you know, constantly wearing a hat. Now, the problem with that is it's almost like you're like, it's almost like false advertising or something. So someone would just see, like, this part of me, right, <laughs> forever. And... <laughs> You know, I'm laughing about it now because I don't struggle with this anymore, but I did for like a number of years. But I remember wearing this this hat all the time and I had this really amazing teacher who I love. And, uh, you know, I'm she was like, I think it was like my sophomore year, my second year. Yeah, my second year of going to state college. 
when she, she would always tell me that I was cute. She was like a grandma age, like it wasn't anything. She'd always tell me that I was very handsome and she'd be like, for some reason, one day I'm sitting in a class and she's like, I was gonna give a presentation. She was an English teacher and I was gonna give my thoughts and she was like, Jean, like, you know, why do you always wear a hat? We wanna see your lovely Puerto Rican hair. That's what she told me. She had married someone who was Puerto Rican and she, uh, you know, I guess we're known for having our hair, <laughs> having flowy hair. And I remember saying to her, <laughs> I, I, no, the moment that she asked me to take off my hair, I was like, no, I'm good, I just, I like to wear this hat. And everybody just turns around and looks at me. And you see, it's those kinds of things <laughs> that make you feel even more and more like something's wrong with you. Make you feel even more and more like you're this ugly person. And I was just hiding. And because of that, because of like hiding and putting my head constantly in a hat, it, I believe, uh, and various other things in my life led to this horrible guilt complex and this horrible analysis paralysis where I was indecisive about how I should look, where I would be worrying so much about what I was wearing to compensate for the fact that I was balding at such a young age. Uh, you know, I would obsess. I would look at myself in the mirror for hours, you know, just trying to figure out what would look right on me in my clothing and things like that. I would try on multiple outfits. I would try on multiple hats just to make sure that I looked right. I try to find myself in situations where I didn't need to not wear my hat. So I lived close to the beach. People would invite me to the beach. I wouldn't go in the water because I was afraid of how I looked or I was afraid of taking off my hat, things like that. Um, and that also, you know, and you might be thinking, well, why didn't you just shave your head? Well, where I lived, I grew up with people who really didn't do that. So I grew up in a rather conservative part of the country in uh, West Florida with mostly, you know, middle to upper income white people. And this isn't really a commentary on race so much as it is just commentary about like customs. So, you know, it's not uncommon for people of color to shave their heads or to have shorter hair. It just isn't. And, but where I was at, it was because I wasn't around that kind of demographic. So for me to do that, I would really stand out a lot. And I was holding on to the idea that I would find some kind of cure, that I would be able to find some kind of way to solve this issue. And oh no, like because I didn't have people in my life who shaved their heads, I just didn't see that as being an option. You know, I didn't see that as being an opportunity. In fact, the people who did do that looked odd. They, they, they stuck out. They were like counterculture people or something like that. So I was in this really sheltered environment and I was dealing with this analysis paralysis about getting rid of my hair and it just made me feel awful. I remember going on dates and wearing the hat and just wondering when is she going to see me without the hat? What is she going to think when I take the hat off? Uh, you know, just feeling awful about my body and about how I looked. And, you know, this led to a lot of things, you know, constantly wearing the hats, but also wearing like really weird and wild outfits, you know? I was really hip. I still am kind of hip, a hip dude or whatever, you know, skinny jeans kind of guy, but I was really, really hip. And I would wear a lot of this stuff because I thought it was aesthetically cool and pleasing and exciting, but also because I was hiding from me. So I was hiding what I had going on. I was hiding my body by wearing flowy, crazy clothing that I found at thrift stores, or I was hiding my 
a lack of uh, hair, <laughs> my hair loss, uh, by wearing, uh, you know, cool hip hats and things like that. It was just something that I was struggling with and I was masking. And the problem with that is that when you have so much bad self-image, it affects your decision making. So I feel that in my own personal life, my confidence was so low that I didn't know if I was ever making a good decision in my life. My confidence was so bad that I feel like there were many missed opportunities and many experiences that I could have had, people that I could have met, things that I could have done, I would have moved and left my hometown sooner if I had any like level of, of self-confidence at the time. And what started to change things was around the, and, and you know, just to back up a little bit, you know, while it sounds like, oh, like, you know, like, why don't you just get over it or something, I was so young and I carried this, when, when it started, I carried this with me for years. You know, I mean, I remember my mom and my family praying that I would get back hair. I'm, I'm not a religious person at this moment, but I was when I was growing up. I remember praying and asking when I was like 12 or 13 to get back my hair. <laughs> Can you imagine how sad that must have been to do that? Uh, you know, it was really tough. And I also remember going out and, you know, going on dates or trying to meet women at like a bar or something when I was like 22 or something. And, you know, guys are really competitive with each other. Another guy would be there and he'd want to talk to the girl I was talking to. And uh, he would come over and just grab my hat and take it off my head. That happened on multiple occasions. People who I knew uh, would do that to try to show that I was balding. Or they'd make some kind of comment to kind of put me down in front of a woman to make themselves feel like they look better, which never actually reflected better on them. You know, and I, I realized that. I realized that it didn't make them look better. And if a chick was going to be into him having done that, then, you know, she probably wasn't worth my time. So, you know, I, I realized that if people didn't value me at that time and they didn't accept me for who I was, that, you know, so be it. But I still felt bad. I still didn't feel good. So at some point I realized that I can't just keep hiding in this hat. So I started not wearing a hat right? As often as I could. So I would frequently not wear a hat because I realized, well, I'm balding and this is what I have to deal with. It didn't change me just yet, but it started to give me a new level of confidence. And then I started, you know, working out a lot. I started getting into working out and I was like, you know what, if my physique looks better, if I look better, it can kind of compensate for the fact that I'm losing hair, right? I mean, look at uh, The Rock. You know, at the time, I don't think he had shaved uh, quite yet, but he was, he had a little widow's peak uh, going on. And I was like, look at Jason Statham, like all these cool dudes who are balding, right, who look ripped. Look at Bruce Willis. And I started kind of like looking at people who were fit and I was like, you know, chicks dig them, right? And and they look fine. And I, you know, I doubt they, they struggle with their own self-image. And and little by little, what happened was I started to realize that working out was making me feel more confident. It was making me feel better about my body, but it was also improving the sharpness of my mind. I started to feel more disciplined and I started to feel more focused. And from there, I started making more decisive decisions. I made the decision to leave Florida because I felt that I was around negativity and I felt like I didn't like who I was at that time. So I leave and it's shortly after I get here that I started really, you know, decide, thinking I'm going to shave. And I started saying that and it was the beginning of 2012, 2013 and one night I got drunk and I was out and someone commented on the way that I looked. And they, they looked at, some, somebody covered up their mouth 
and whispered at someone else. It was a, it was a female. <laughs> whispered to someone else, he looks old because he's balding. And I heard this. And I just remember being like, all right, that's enough. Like, this is done. I'm not going to give people the opportunity to say this anymore. Enough is enough. I'm going to do this no matter what. No, I was really trashed. And I was staying with my family at the time. I stayed with my family for a short little time. When I moved here, I went home drunk as hell, walked into my parents' house, and I walked in the bathroom, and I didn't have the proper stuff, and I just started shaving. And my dad and my parents, you know, we've had our differences, but they've always been really supportive when it really counts. And this is one area where they counted. And my dad walks into his like 23 or 24 year old son, I think, like uh, shaving his head. And he helps me because I've never done this. You know, like I don't know how to like get back here or something like that. Also, I'm drunk. I don't know if he knew this, but I was <laughs> blastered and hammered. And uh, my parents aren't exactly into that kind of thing. Um, so my dad helped me and I'm gonna go ahead and post a photo in here of the, the first day that I woke up. But I remember waking up and I instantly liked how I looked. Like instantaneously, instantaneously, I was free. I was free of people making fun of like the way that I looked, of people making fun of the fact that I had lost my hair. I mean, it just didn't happen anymore. Uh, you know, maybe people will make a comment or say something, but in fact, people said that I looked better. And, and people would say like, you look good, Jean. And, and I wasn't necessarily seeking that out, but it felt good to finally hear people say that. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine, Amanda, from back in Florida, and she said, you know, you just should have done that years ago. You just look so much better. It just looks like you. And like when I, you know, meet people now, they tell me like, I can't imagine you with hair. Like it just, it just looks like it's your style. And <laughs> here's my point. <laughs> my point is that I should have done that years ago. And because I was stuck in this like analysis paralysis, should I do it, should I not do it, should I do it, should I not do it, should I do it, little, little, little. I never did anything and I never, uh, I, I didn't improve it quick enough. And I could have removed the shackles of discomfort and lack of confidence had I just done it back then, right? And I think that so many of us, when we want something and when we're struggling with something, like let's say um, we've got a little bit more to love and we should be, we, we feel that if we lost the weight, we'd feel better. I think that, you know, we spend so much time analyzing that and worrying about what people think or like, will this work or will I feel better instead of just doing that we don't do, right? And how many other areas of your bot of your life is that affecting? How many, how is your lack of confidence in, you know, your self image or in, you know, this area of your life affecting your decision making in other areas of your life? In my case, it affected a lot. It affected the way that I performed. When I went on stage, I would worry, because at the time I was a musician, I would worry about what people looked at me. Instead of being focused and being present, it would affect my ability to experience and be with like on a date, or, you know, or feel like confident or feel normal. Constantly, I would have this pressure in the, the back of my head. So my, my point here is that spend if, if you're dealing with this analysis paralysis about something that's going on in your life, you need to uh, figure out a way you can resolve it. You need to let go of things and you don't need to, you don't need to overthink them. Just try your, your best to solve the problem. Now, 
in my situation, that was something I could fix and I benefited from it. I just, the moment I shaved my head, I felt better and my confidence went through the roof. It's like I became a totally different kind of guy. <laughs> I felt so much better and um, I felt more able to be free and to be around people and I changed my identity. I literally changed the way that I dressed. I mean, I still dress kind of hip or whatever, but I have no, I don't feel the need to obsess the way that I used to. I don't look in the mirror the same way that I used to. I just shave my head and I feel better and I feel confident. and. You know, I love the way that I look now. I love having this. I think it's important to like what you've got. Now, there are some situations where there are things that you can't necessarily change uh, about your body, and there are some times when obsessing about yourself can be really detrimental and really unhealthy in the cases of things like anorexia, eating disorder, stuff like that. I'm not telling you to do that, uh, you know, and that's like almost like a separate conversation. I'm just sharing my experience as a dude who struggled with his confidence and didn't do anything or didn't do the right kinds of things to develop that confidence and get rid of the problem. So if you are struggling with, uh, with you know, your body and there's something you can do about it, please do it. Don't wait years. Don't put it to the side. Don't say it'll get better. Don't say that you're wrong for thinking that way. Try your best to solve the issue first and build up your confidence because the process of solving that issue not only is going to improve how you feel about yourself, but it's also going to teach you to not be stuck in analysis paralysis. It's going to teach you to make a decision. What would have been the worst if I had shaved my head? What would have been, well, I didn't like it and I could just grow back the little bit of hair that I had, right? That, that's all I could do. But I was so hung up on what am I look like if I did it? Will I look weird? Will I look like a serial killer? Like all these weird thoughts went through my head. Will I look old? I look younger now, right? All these thoughts, I could have just grown it back. What, what could be the worst? And so many of us get stuck in analysis paralysis instead of action and instead of doing. And since then, so many other opportunities have come along because I made that. So opening up Total Body Training, just go for it, just do it. Uh, spend more time making art, I will learn how to do it, just do it. In the past, because of this guilt complex that I had, I would always be stuck in analysis process. It would be like, should I do that? I mean, I'll think about maybe doing a new career or starting my own business. I would think a lot instead of just doing. And now I would say that because I did that, because I focused on developing myself, I learned this kind of confidence to just make a decision, to just put myself out there, to recognize when the what I think is the worst case scenario of looking bad it really isn't that big of a deal. All right, people. Man, uh, thank you so much for listening to me today talk about this. I want you to know that I feel great about this, about the way that I look. I like the fact that I shave my head. I feel like it's a, a good part of my identity. I like the ritual of shaving my head. I enjoy the whole process. I like how I look um, now that I've done that, and I'm proud of it. So, people, uh, that's going to be it for this episode of the podcast. Until next time, peace.